ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. Welcome to another exciting episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy, ladies and gentlemen. Today I have two awesome guests, Greg and John. Met them on Instagram. These guys are great, so if you guys want to introduce yourselves, what's up? Uh, what's up? Uh, my name is Greg. I'm um, from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, uh, me and my business partner, John, here, we uh, own a Nightmare Shop LLC, which is kind of, um, um, we, we, we buy, sell, and trade uh, uh, horror merchandise and anything from comics to movies to action figures. So. Man, yeah, we, we try to do it all, and you know we try to be your one-stop nightmare shop, if you will. And uh, pleasure to be here today with Sir Sturdy and uh, chop it up a little bit about one of our favorites. Oh, man. Thank you guys for coming on. And I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, so this question's for the both of you. Who or what got you into horror, and what movie scared you? As a kid, you go first. Yeah, so I, you know, for for me, um, it, it it was my mom and uh, my my older sister uh, got me into horror. My my mom was always into the poltergeist, um, you know, um, Amityville type movies, and then you know, my sister got me into creature features, you know, stuff like uh, Lost Boys and stuff like that. So I I, I was I actually had a, a Heavy female influence, which which is interesting because if you watch, you know, most horror movies, you know, the the, the female role is pretty vital. So. Yeah. Uh oh, it froze. Definitely. <clears throat> Hang on one second, guys. It keeps breaking up. Let me pause this. You're okay. good. No problem. All right, we're good. Cool. Uh, for me, it was. My mom as well. 
um, you know, the, the TV was kind of the babysitter in my house and uh, got filled with a lot of horror movies, a lot of Nightmare on Elm Streets, a lot of Friday the 13th, a lot of Halloweens, a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacres. But the one that stood out when I was a kid, it really was like, holy shit, I need to watch these all and I need to take some time and really listen to what's going on in them. It was Jason Takes Manhattan. And particularly when they're on the cruise ship before they land on Manhattan, when he rocks that chick in the face with a guitar. <laughs> I remember being four years old, being like, Mom, did you see that? He's not even in Manhattan yet. These fucking people. He's taking over the river. It, it, was, it was really cool. So definitely the classics like that and my mom. That's, that's awesome right there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and like with the Jason Takes Manhattan... It's not one of my favorites. I did like a countdown. Me and a couple of my friends did a countdown of the Friday the 13th. But it's one that really stands out because, I mean, as you guys know, the USA Network Friday the 13th, that whole weekend, that was like one of the ones they showed about 18 times was yeah. Jason Takes oh, Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I, think I think it's something about all of a sudden, you know, you don't have to be out in the woods for Jason to come. Yeah. You know, all, all of a sudden you're no longer safe in the city. Yeah, you know? definitely. Which is very similar to Predator 2. And how city infused that is. And I grew up in South City, St. Louis. So, like, when they're coming from where they were originated, the jungle or wherever, and they're coming to the city, I was pissing my pants. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't go camping. I didn't go to Crystal Lakes. Oh, I wasn't even drinking Crystal Lake water straight from the tap. I, I still don't go to Crystal Lake. <laughs> I'm a grown man. Just, you know, I'm grown, but I, I'm like, you know, I don't want to take that risk. Like with another one, I'll say is um, Jaws. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm black and I can swim, but I'm terrified of the ocean, <laughs> and I'm terrified of sharks. I don't, I don't mess with either of that. Man, Jaws scared me so bad, I got him tattooed on me. So I feel you there, man. But it was an awesome movie. It was scary. It's still scary. Yeah. Yeah, like, it lives, it, and it still lives up. Yeah. Like, I mean, the gore, the effects, you know, um, the way that Spielberg, you know, it, it's all about angles in that movie, and that movie still lives up. I mean, you can watch Jaws and be just as scared as Jaws, as, you know, if, if you were watching 47 Meters Down or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> that was a cool movie, too. Yeah. You know what it is? See, I didn't see that one yet. I got to check that out. But with Jaws, in my opinion, like, no other shark movie has came close to touching that as far as a great movie all around a great movie and like the shark looked great when they did show him now it's too much cgi crap yeah absolutely cgi kind of takes away especially with like um you know ocean movies cgi takes takes away too much it's, spielberg nailed it with bruce it's it's so good when you see the shark in jaws because it's not exactly how the shark looks like a cgi is it's kind of like Holy shit, what the fuck is that? Is that a great white? Is it some sort of mutant shark? You don't really fucking know until he's eaten all the passengers in the boat. Yeah. I would I, I would agree. Spielberg always does, you know, and at that point, you know, we were, you know, he just got done with close encounters and stuff like that. Right. So like, you don't you don't know what you're in for. Right. <clears throat> so we can jump into this movie if you guys want to. Um heck yeah. I like I said, it's a freestyle, like I told you guys before. You don't have to start from the beginning, middle, or the end. Cool. Just, what did you guys think about it? What would you think about this movie? As far as sequels go, you know, I really enjoy Predator 2. I, I mean, um, 
I think that you're obviously not going to live up to this, you know, macho character like Dutch from the first one. But Danny Glover is great, and, and he definitely has this. You have this sense of accomplishment. He's a lieutenant, yeah. lieutenant Harrigan. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I think that. Um, as different as it is, I think it, it lives up to the first Predator. Yeah, it's hard to come back from something so successful with people like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was Mr. Universe at the time, and you got Jesse Ventura right. in there. Um, to come back with none of your original cast and to make this entertaining of a movie and to completely change your setting, like the Predator itself in camouflage looked very different against steel, concrete, and cars than it did against, like, leaves and trees and bushes and stuff. So to take that into account, and like I said, I'm a city boy born and raised, it scared me. Like, <laughs> yeah. there were people getting chased by cops down Chippewa and everything like that. So, like, you know, sometimes they didn't get them. So it's like, was that a predator? Well, I thought it was interesting, too, because predator in this movie, like, it doesn't matter. You know, in the first one... Um, you know, even though you're pulling for Dutch, you know, Dutch and his crew, they, they weren't. Good people. Right. Again, rhymed a lot with arrogant and that's how I played the character. And he was a very strong, powerful male lead. Um, that was very different from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, absolutely. you can understand what he was. Well, so what's really cool about Predator Two also is um the whole mafia gang of Jamaicans in it, the Jamaicans and Colombians that yeah that are running the show that are disappearing and the whole mystery effect behind that you know with. They don't know that this fucking predator is coming and slaying these dudes at night. I think it's also a shout out to predators, you know, and and how much he resembles like a Jamaican or this Haitian with his dreadlocks and stuff like that. They kind of give him that look. Yeah, totally. And um, you know, I think that um, even a guy like um, you know Kevin Peter Hall, mm -hmm. who portrayed Predator, he did a good job of kind of. Um, Given Predator that like Haitian or Jamaican vibe, yeah. but at the same time, you know, I mean, he overtowers these people, so he's he so big. Introduces brute and brutality to that too. Yeah, so. he, and he was the Predator in the first two, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he died at a fairly young age, but right. yeah, he was um, Predator in Predator One and That's Predator awesome. Two. So yeah, it, it was a great sequel, and it's hard to do a horror sequel, especially today with stuff like the CGI and the over the top gore that is there and it's really cool to look at but it's not necessarily needed at certain points um you know this movie had it right well i think the acting in this movie was a, a little better too with yeah. danny glover and gary Busey, bill which, paxton <laughs> bill paxton the king of sequels bill paxton, <laughs> you know but i feel like um um the character that i least liked was gary Busey's character peter i Hayes. completely agree he should have died first <laughs> he's hard to take sometimes yeah man. like he got so into that character that they said behind the cameras when the when the film wasn't rolling that he would stay in character and talk to people as if like they needed to go catch predator and not film this damn movie Holy so shit. to imagine what he was like on set like put yourself through less trauma and just kill him off yeah 
No, he, 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 and then at the end, you're almost, you, you know, you're almost pulling for him because he kind of bails Danny Glover out yeah. of the meat locker. But yeah. at the same time, you know, when he, when he gets sawed in half, which <laughs> could have been the, the best kill in the movie, but oh, when he yeah. gets sawed in half and there's just like buckets of blood dumping on the floor, yeah. that, that was pretty cool. That, yeah. that was fucking awesome. I guess I saw, so you, you, he had a con. Yeah, oh, for <laughs> sure. It was just a sweet. build up to like all right you know what it is with gary with uh gary Busey. i think it's his face that nobody likes because like i said this is my first time watching this movie so when i see him in this movie i see him as how he looks like now i'm just like yeah, Fuck, yeah. kill him get rid of him <laughs> he's a mongrel <laughs> he's got teeth like 50 cent oh he could build a dam quick they need him in dairy <laughs> 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 they definitely need him in dairy. Oh man. <clears throat> no, I, I don't know. He he and he always kind of plays those sleazeball characters cuz even in like the, what he did in Point Break, yeah. you know, he's this like cop that wears a Hawaiian shirt and munches down <laughs> hot dogs all day. You know, it's just like what is this guy doing in his life, oh, you my know? God. And same with the uh, black sheep. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> Living in a fucking You're talking about Bill Paxton earlier before we all hooked up. Mm-hmm. He's, one, he's one of those dudes who like <laughs> is in so many different roles but plays such a similar character and nails it every time. It's similar, but he puts this unique tweak. Like you could tell he was kind of bashful in Predator too. Whereas in like Aliens, he was freaking out. He was the one that was worried. It's Bug Hunt, man. Um, <laughs> Elevator to hell. <laughs> right. But in this one, he was, you know, he wanted to be a part of it, but he was kind of fresh on it. And Danny Glover had to check him real early. And I'll only say this speech once, and it's the only one I have. Um, you know, it, it's, it's cool how successful he was in certain roles like that. Like you said, he's king of the fucking sequel. Yeah, well, I mean, even the small roles he had, like in Terminator 1, you know, where he's just like this punk rocker. Yeah. It's like, you know, laundry day, nothing yeah. clean, right? <laughs> you know, he has these lines, like, if you grew up watching any kind of, you know, Bill Paxton movie, like, you still have his lines in your head. And yeah. how he said them, and how he portrayed each character, it's, yeah. uh, he, he will be missed. For sure. So. Oh yeah. Even stuff he did with Dead and turned him into the monster at the end. He was in Twister. Yeah. So Twister. He, Titanic. That was a big role for him. It was cool. He's awesome. So. So besides Gary Busey's character, who else did you guys like? Just wish got killed off. Oh, oh man. <sighs> well, um, I guess <laughs> I like that L Scorpion guy. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. But like, it would have been cool to see him go at it with King Willie. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I didn't like each character. They both were, you know, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been a cool duel, you know. Yeah. Or the three of them and, you know, like with Predator in the mix, you know, those three fight each other would have been kind of cool. 
Predator is so good and versatile that it could have fought any of them. I mean, look at movies like Predators when he's ninja fighting in the middle of a field. <laughs> yeah. Which is one of my favorite scenes in any. Which um, he took it in that. Did he? Did he? Yeah, I think they both died in that scene. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. um, you know, it's just so cool that he can adapt to like, I can be in the jungle. I can be in the fucking city. Yeah. I can be in the middle of the field. Wherever there's heat, yeah. I'm going. Heat, heat, and war. Yeah. I'm there. It's cool. No, I um. Yeah, I would. I, the King Willie and El Scorpio, like, I although El Scorpio, you know, he 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 died, you know, pretty early. But yeah. I would have liked to see King Willie die a little early too. Yeah. Just, they kept talking about him, and then he yeah. finally shows up, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's just a creepy dude in an alley to me. But <laughs> there's too many creepy dudes in alleys in horror movies. <laughs> What's with LA? I don't get it. <laughs> I'm never going. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't, you know, I've, I've thought time and time again, I've always liked when, like, your lead character or one of your lead characters goes mm-hmm. early in the movie or unexpectedly in, in a movie. Like, uh, in the, the new Strangers Pray at Night, when, you know, another spoiler on another movie, but when the mom goes, mm-hmm. it's pretty damn early. Yeah. Yeah. And the dad goes. Yeah. It's still pretty early. And, um, you know, now it's three on two. I always thought it'd be cool if, like, maybe Danny Glover didn't necessarily die but got laid up like Gary Oldman in The Dark Knight Rises. Like, the whole movie's laid up. <laughs> He's like, in some be, hospital. Yeah. It would be cool if, you know, Tom, he was maybe injured or he was enabled a little bit more or a little bit worse than he was. I mean, he was fucked up. He was jumping through apartment buildings. Well, it, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, it's a good point. Danny or, um, you know, Leona do things on their own. Right. You know, he was preaching to, you know, Bill Pack. She split off and like, what the right. happens? You know, Bill, you get your, you know, spine ripped out. I guess Leona was saved because she was pregnant. Yeah. But if it wasn't for the baby, you know. Dead. So, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, Harrigan's not that great of a leader after all. Yeah. They don't listen to him. <laughs> You know what I really liked, too, is when the Predator would kill people in this movie. And they really only show it once. Um, when he's buffing their heads, you know, he's kind of like oh, standing the skulls. their skulls down mm-hmm. for display. And then later you get to kind of see inside the ship, inside his lair, yeah. and how they roll. And Danny Glover's looking around like the fucking House <laughs> of Mirrors. Yeah. Um, they add more to this Predator. Yeah, he's got like a first aid kit on him. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Well, he, he even looks different. Like his face has like a red and yellow tint to it. Yeah, totally. But um, I, I guess he had a first aid kit in the first one, but this thing's like more advanced. I mean, he's he's clear, you know, he's cleaning, you yeah. know, like what his arm was completely sliced on. I love that scene too because it kind of brings a little bit more comedy than the first Predator did. With when, the old lady? When the old lady, like, somebody's in the bathroom! And she comes with the broom. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? And then he just slams through her door and runs out. And then Danny Glover comes in and chases him through. And they just ruin downtown L.A. living. Would have been funny if Ted from Billy Madison showed, don't put it out with your boobs, Ted! <laughs> the Predator's right yeah. there. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, that, that was really cool to me, just with, like, well, he was ripping out spines in the first one, but you didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Like now, you find out like he's putting them on display, and like he's a hunter. This is a collection. You know, rides dirty with spines, <laughs> right? Spines and skulls. What do you think, by the way, of the 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 xenomorph skull in there? Is that like a shot at like oh, bringing it? 
And that's so cool because they ended up doing the AVPs and the AVP Requiem, and which were really good movies too. And they get a lot of beef. It's like <laughs> same with the Freddy vs. Jason. Well, who won? Well, was it more predator like or more alien like? Like who the fuck cares? It was cool that they were able to bring bring them together and give us like something. Have they done that in horror? Not often. I think. Well, I think Predator Two. You know, and that I think that's why it sticks out more from other sequels. Is like that scene alone opened up a door for video games and comics right. and you know. Um, other movies yeah. obviously yeah. so i don't know it, it was it's kind of what uh, what predator you know almost like at the end of jason when jason goes to hell when freddy's glove comes up yeah and you know swipes jason's mask away it's like oh man you just opened a whole yeah, door you, just, you know pandora doesn't go back in the box <laughs> right right so it, um there was another cool crossover back in way before anyone's time here uh when frankenstein met abbott and Kinsella. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was like the first one ever, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of yeah, matchups, that's one thing I would like to see more of. Some matchup movies. Yeah. Oh, Who love... would you like to see? Yeah. Well... Um. Honestly, I say this all the time. Michael versus Jason. And let's say the here's the, my little setup for it is somehow Michael always knows where Lori Strode is. So say she's going on a little trip. She goes to Camp Crystal Lake. And, but I want to say, like, say she sees Jason killing somebody, right? And she thinks it's Michael. So she's yelling, you know, Michael, Michael, Michael. And Jason's thinking, who the fuck is Michael? So he ain't paying her no damn mind. And he eventually, like, looks up and goes towards her. And as he's going towards her, lightning strikes. You see Michael Myers' mask, and he's going towards Jason. Somehow they just fight. That would be cool. cool as fuck. That would be, like, super brutal. Oh, yeah. I mean, who... Neither of them really... Neither of them are human. I guess Michael's never really died, you know, but every time Jason does, it, it comes back. So I don't know, but man, they would beat the shit out of each other. They, I don't know. I'm baffled. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Now. What do you think about the new Halloween trailer that came out? What are I, your opinion on the new Halloween? The new... I actually... I actually kind of I I enjoyed it. I'm expecting a lot out of this movie just from that, but um, at the same time, I know I shouldn't be because they always mess something up, get you all hyped for nothing, you know, show you the best stuff in the trailers, and then the movie's just kind of down. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to this one. What I don't I- know how I feel about it, man. <laughs> I'm being real with you right now, Sturdy. I just don't know. When the fuck did he learn to flip a knife around like he's a ninja? Hey. <laughs> well, well, what's weird is that the whole, you know, if they if they negate that, uh, you know, they were ever siblings, it really kind of takes away from all the other movies. You're changing my childhood. <laughs> oh, they definitely but are. You know that. You know that Carpenter's got. He he has something up his sleeve. I mean, I'm sure. It- <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that I don't know though. I, I obviously we're still gonna go watch it. So oh, I'll be there opening night. Maybe all of this is just a mess with us and has nothing to do with any other. Thing. I did like the teeth. The teeth. Oh, uh, that was awesome. Yeah. that was pretty cool. That yeah, like, that was freaking awesome. Mike dropped her with teeth. That yeah, that was that was kind of a powerful scene. Yeah, it was cool. Because they're almost like um, not to take you know anything away from John Carpenter, but he's almost kind of like. 
okay, I, I like how Rob did this whole brutal Michael Myers exactly. thing. Like, the, you know, the, the teeth over the, the stalls, very Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie's Halloweens. Yeah. I love them both. I like anything Rob Zombie does. <laughs> wow. He's pretty badass. He gets a lot of heat, and he, I don't know why. He should be involved in a Predator. Shane Black and him should do something. That'd be cool. That would be it'd, interesting. Maybe they'd, they'd probably take place in the 70s. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It'd be super gory. His wife's <laughs> definitely in the movie. Oh, yeah. Shane Moon's going to be there. Jack Daniel Phillips. I thought of a cool matchup. I thought of a... Because we were talking about, you know, with Michael and, and Jason. Yeah. Like, what if you had, like, the Firefly family and the Hewitt family? Oh, dude, that'd and be it was awesome. Like, they that'd like, be nuts. You know, yeah. Because be... you have crossover franchises. Bill Mosley was Chop Top and Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, how do you even how do you even do? And he's know? Otis Driftwood. <laughs> oh, God. He's so cool. Yeah, oh, it'd wow. be cool. It'd be interesting. It'd be brutal as fuck. Yeah. I think it'd be... I don't think they could, like meet and not want to kill each other like how do you it's like you know walmart taking out costco you know <laughs> it's like two of the greats yeah the greatest ever yeah so. you can tell you can tell and you know rob zombie gets a lot of his characters and idea from a guy like toby hooper you know oh, the yeah. firefly family is very similar oh, to very. the hewitts and yeah the texas chainsaw massacres it's all kind of grindy you yeah know? the devil's rejects otis puts one of the banjo guys face yeah on, yeah just like leatherface so i mean that was a huge shout out i thought it'd be a cool crossover like you know leatherface heard about it or something it's like what yeah. are these two what is going on yeah i, I always in thought, texas not in texas <laughs> not, not in the star state <laughs> right i always thought it would be cool to do um because everyone says like chucky and leprechaun just because they're both kind of short and like yeah that'd be cool but how cool would it be to do like Puppet master and master or something. Something else magical. Yeah, where they can be doing spells and disappearing on the spot and changing forms and whatnot, throwing their voice. Um, you know, do like a bunch of toys. They're coming out with a new puppet master movie. Are they? And, and it looks really cool. Uh, I think it's supposed to be out later this year. You've always liked the puppet master. I do, man. Something about like your toys being able to come get you. Even in Toy Story, they did. They just weren't as violent. They were raised in nicer neighborhoods. Well, Sid, Sid's <laughs> toys were violent. Okay, that yeah. kid's got problems. Oh, Sid was fucked up. <laughs> so. Oh, Puppet Master. That's who doesn't <laughs> like that? Those movies are so freaking fun. Oh yeah. Funny. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to Toulon with his little. Uh, what was it? Green, like a green goo. He put in the toys to make them come alive. Yeah, it was some kind of like secret of the ooze ripoff from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cool though. It was fun. Like I liked it. I wish it was more brutal, a lot more violent for those toys. And I like that matchup, them versus uh, demonic toys. They did one, but it wasn't all that. It was weird. It wasn't all that great. I know they even invented that way. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, I watched it. I th- Maybe like last year. It wasn't, I don't know, it was just too, um, Corey Feldman was in it, so that kind of hurt it. His acting was, <laughs> oh, man. his acting was, you know, it wasn't up to par, I'll say that. It's like he overacted in that movie. No, oh, Corey Feldman? No way, dude. Frog, <laughs> the frog brother himself does no wrong. My goodness. <clears throat> so, um, trying to think what else I can, you guys got any questions? Uh, how long have you been doing this podcast, man? We, we've we checked you out. 
since we've got to uh, know each other a little bit and we dig your stuff. How long have you been on it? I appreciate it. I honestly just started in um, January. Cool. Like, I wanted, I wanted to start sooner, but I was, you know, like, I couldn't hang out with somebody to record with them every weekend, you know, because we're all adults and stuff, which sucks. But so yeah. <laughs> I was talking about doing one for about a year or so, and I just built a Facebook page and all that, then eventually got an Instagram and just, I was like, I need to just start recording, talking about movies with other horror fans and random yeah. horror talk. Cool, man. Well, it's awesome, man. Thank well, you. What movie, you know, you had kind of asked us, you know, what movie, what, what kind of got you into horror as, as a kid in that sense? Like, what was it that pushed you towards all this stuff? Um, It looks like Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, that was definitely yeah, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely one of them. But, like, just following, like, my older brother around and my cousin, my older cousins, like, you know, when you're with someone in the room, you want to be as cool as the older kids. So right. they right. were all in the horror, so I try to watch them. And a few I got through. I'll tell you the one that really scared the shit out of me, damn there literally, was um, Creep Show Part 2, The Hitchhiker. Why? I have no idea to this day why it scared me so much. <laughs> But, uh, cause that you know, it is scary. There are hitchhikers. Yeah. People yeah. Do shit. That is very true. But as a kid, you don't think like that. You're just like, this is scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. absolutely. I was yeah. so scared of that movie that when I had to use the bathroom, I would ask them to come to the bathroom with me, and, like wait outside the door. <laughs> I was scared to go to the bathroom for that night. Oh my gosh. But ever, no, ever yeah, since that. then, it was just like, I liked it more and more. And then Jason became my favorite, I think, because I've seen it so much. And I think that's the main thing. It was like one of the first ones that I've seen that I kind of just watched the whole series of. He is. He's that kind of character where, like, um, as terrified um, of, of Jason you might be, like, you know, you still want to see the other movies. And, like, how does this dude keep coming back? Are you kidding me? He survived this, and now they're doing another one? Oh, my gosh. And this one, he's possessing people. Like, <laughs> at, at, at some point with Jason, you're like, what can this dude not do? Like, I give up. I just want to watch him kill He people. can never die. <laughs> That's right. what he does. That's he's right. fucking awesome. I like in the Friday 13th. Like, they show him come back. He doesn't just, like, show up. You know, in some cases, they just show up. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they just show up. They're there. We're right. in Texas. If you come through Texas, you're bound to get fucked with. Uh, <laughs> this, he's like, you know, you'll see his organs fill up with blood and his heart start pumping and his lungs inflating and deflating. It's, it is a really cool way to show a horror villain that popular comeback. Yeah, time and time again, come back. And in different ways, yeah. you know. I, I think the most ridiculous one, I can't remember which number it is, but it's the or he has the chain on his neck. Oh, yeah. She has that telekinesis and like <laughs> accidentally, you know, gets him out of the lake. And I was like, of course. Part of course seven. you would do that. <laughs> telekinesis <laughs> is powerful. Look at Carrie. <laughs> you have this crazy ability, and then you go wake up with this evil, you know. Oh, man. I think my favorite comeback of his, though, was Jason Lives. You know, it was very Frankenstein-ish with the mm -hmm. lightning and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was Jason Lives. That was a good comeback. Yeah. I, I would have felt like an asshole waking him up again. Like he's already buried. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen yeah. what he can do, and you got him up again. But I think out of that series, the most ridiculous one is when they brought him to space. I don't know whose idea yeah. that was, but you got to fire that person. <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of people went to space, though, man. The Leprechaun went to space. Hellraiser, Pinhead went yeah, to space. Yeah, the Cinebites were in space. I don't know. I guess it's the thing to do. But Freddy no, never went to space. As bad as, as, bad as Jason X. That's true. True. That's true. He did dress up. Oh, that'd be a cool way to fucking yeah. bring that back. Hell yeah. Space Marine style. All of a sudden, it's like Aliens 2 clashes with Freddy. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that'd no. be awesome. But I think that I think that uh, it, it was the thing to do. Jason X, as goofy as it was, you know, um, the kills were great. You know, I guess. Oh, dude, it was oh, a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just, I mean, I know it's probably one of the uh, in that franchise, probably one of the worst. But some of the best kills, like you know, the him freezing that girl's face and then slamming Slam it on the counter. Yes, awesome. Although that's. I asked my son. He's seven. He loves Jason. And he's, I'm like, what's your favorite Jason kill? He's like, Jason X. Wow. <laughs> he's like, it's when he smashes that girl on the, you know, on the top of the counter. So, favorite kill from Jason. He's awesome. And the game. The good one. I know it's. I know it's Mrs. Voorhees, Pamela herself, but Kevin Bacon. With the arrow through the neck, the way that arrow pokes up through his jugular and like stretches the skin, always got me. Uh, That's an awesome uh, kill. Yes. Yes. If I had to, uh, if I had to pick one, I. Um, okay, I got two. Sorry, <laughs> but there's the first Jason kill. I think with with, um, I can't remember it, Arnie mm. when he comes out of the water. And, and and drags her down, which I guess that's technically not a kill because you find out later it's a dream. Yeah. But I'd say either that one or um, something newer with Derek Mears when he slams that guy on the back of the truck. Oh, and yeah. the truck's driving that's away, and he slams that, you know. The real preppy kid. Character, yeah. <laughs> that guy he was another one of those guys, like, again, abusing Predator 2. Like, you wanted him to die. Yes. You knew he was going to die. Yes. But yeah. it was like, come on. It's like, it's one of the funniest parts about that movie is him and how big of a douchebag yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't let them party in the house that he brought them to. <laughs> He's getting pissed because they're playing beer pong. Yeah. Trying to fuck like a typical prep. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a mod. But his death was it was brutal, and, like, it happened so quick, and then he's driving away. They're driving away, and he's being dragged away, and you're just, you're just like, oh, my God, now it's just these two. Good, yeah. Good luck. What happens when that dude on the truck that got the fuck out of Dodge stops and sees that dude on <laughs> the back of his truck yeah. mounted like a goddamn What horse? would you do? I guess you just, like, knock it off. <laughs> you you knock it off and spray it, and you go. <laughs> Act like you've seen <laughs> nothing. Right. It was a deer. <laughs> I backed up into a deer. Giant naked deer is crazy. <laughs> he was wearing a plaid shirt. <laughs> My favorite Jason kill, favorite Jason I think, was, um, was um from the remake, oh. the sleeping bag kill, kill over the campfire. Oh, right was, in the beginning. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. Cooked. Yeah, she's that, being cooked in the how, what she falls out and then she has that smoke rolling out of her mouth. Yeah, and that whole scene, like he runs, her boyfriend runs to see her and gets caught in a bear trap. And you can see the it scraping against its bone. Mm -hmm. That guy is really good. He did um, As Above, So Below shortly after um, Killer Cut and was really good in that, too, and had a real powerful you know, kind of twist to his story. Yeah. The whole movie was fucking twisted. It was awesome. Right. So, cool. That's a good oh, one. Yeah. That's a really good kill. 
Oh man, I don't even know if that's my favorite kill, but it was <laughs> definitely a definitely a good one. Did you guys see Terrifier? Yes. I yeah, fucking, very good. I loved that freaking movie. I think I gave that movie like a nine. I didn't do a podcast on it, but in my mind, I was like, that movie's like a nine point five to me because it was just so gory and brutal. Kind of reminded me of Jason with a mix of yeah. Freddy in it because the goofiness yeah. of him. Yeah, kind of taunts and like you know puppeteers them. I th- there are some kills in that movie that Art the Clown is fucked up. Yes, <laughs> the 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 Man Lantern when he makes that face that dude's skull. Uh, into like a jack-o'-lantern that's pretty yeah, messed up that girl that's chained and gets like cut in half almost but he leaves a little bit of her together i liked i don't know I it legit one. scared me though like yeah. there were some scenes where um because a lot of slashers don't anymore um yeah you know i watch slashers because i have fun watching them and but this was a slasher that actually like kind of if i man if i was in that situation i i'd be throwing yeah. up all over myself i'd be freaking terrified he's he's face that he was able to do with his smile and show all his teeth and his black ass gums. It was gross. Like, that's part of the scare, I think, with people like, uh, you know, Leatherface and the Hewitt family is it's just fucking gross. Like, they got bones laying all over the place and this dude's got, like, a bag of weapons he carries around. He's just staring at them, eyeing them in the, in the diner right before he gets them. Yeah. I love the setting in the movie. Like The, the fact yeah. it took place in this crazy, uh, you know, I guess broke down apartment building. Mm-hmm. Man, it was it was crazy. The, the, they were crawling in and out of closets. It's and uh, that yeah. the thing that stuck with me um, was when he has this girl pinned to the ground and he unloads a clip in her face. And they show it, and it was just something you know. And I don't know if it was seeing it or if it was just the idea that. He un- he completely unloaded this gun in this girl's face. Like he, there there's no, if you come across this guy, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, you know? I love that part of it. People hated it because you know most slashers, the guys, they never use guns, and he did. And the reason yeah. I I enjoyed it so much was because he he broke the rules, so to speak, and he would kill at any means. And then like, if you see his face after that kill, he didn't look happy about that kill. Like he was like this, he looked real disappointed. Like, fuck, I shot her. Yeah, yeah, it, it it was it was it was totally a scene. You know, it was something where he was disappointed in himself. Like ah, I could have done better, but she she got to me. Mm-hmm. She pissed me off enough to where I had to unload this clip in her face, and she got the best of me. I wanted to kill her slow, you yeah, know, my on, way. On to the next. So like well, that scene, you're kind of like, oh, like this guy. Then you know, I don't know. It it it, it was the last movie I felt scared watching. Mm-hmm. You know which. And then there's the whole end, you know, not to, you know, but somehow he, after everything he's been through, he comes back. Right. And I guess, you know, the process of everything and, you know, the lights flickering, it's just like, is this, is this guy human? It was almost like a Michael Myers type feel like, is he the boogeyman? Is, yeah. is, is he human? Um, because he sure doesn't make human decisions. Yeah. You know, so the mystery behind that kind of shit is what makes those movies good. Slashers in particular, like. I don't know what he is. We think he's a guy who dresses a clown, but is he? I don't fucking know. All I know is I better fucking run. It, it's crazy, too. Like, society um, is starting to gear their fears towards clown. And, and I don't know if it was it. Um, I don't know if it was, like, the su- success of that. I mean, I know that clowns have been around for a while, but it seems like the last five years, clowns are a much bigger deal than they've ever been. I, I mean, you got 
the remake, it, like just said, you got Captain Spaulding, you got Art the Clown. Yeah. Um, they're re-releasing Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Which is um, or I'm sorry, they're thinking of making a TV show oh, with Killer Clowns. Um, you know, it's they haven't been popular for a long time. I think it's the um, the YouTube effect is people see these clowns and then they dress up. Like there's so many videos of people dressing up like clowns with huge hammers and running at people through grocery store parking lots and it's fucking hilarious. Well, e- but yeah, even on Insta- even on Instagram people do like yeah. clown makeup editorials. Yeah, yeah. I mean there's I always kind of thought clowns were scary and cool. And uh there's a local haunted house here in St. Louis called The Darkness that does uh which is the shit. If you're ever in St. Louis Mm-hmm. And around Halloween, go to the darkness. It's really scary. It's really fun. But they have a whole 3D clown walkthrough. Wow. Where you put 3D glasses and walk through. Like, you do the haunted house. You go through a sheet. They stop you. So your your adrenaline's going. And they make you wait. And then you got to go face all these fucking clowns. And it's, it's fucking scary. Yeah, it's... It, ah. I've always been afraid of clowns, dressing as clowns. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know if it was, I'm not sure, like, the areas and what they were happening, but, you know, people's like, I, you know, I keep spotting this clown mm-hmm. all over the place. I thought it was San Francisco, but. I, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. So there was all this stuff, and it, you know, it was just, it's cool. Like, it seemed like this It remake came at the right uh-huh. time, and then you have ter- something like Terrifier that's just like. Yeah. <laughs> and who Art the Clown's been around for a little bit, but since they decided to do his own thing, you know, he. Really made an impact on it. Yeah, because we've never seen the. I, I don't know. I don't know if you have, but the the uh, All Hallows the Eve. All Hallows Eve movies. Like, yeah. apparently, um, I guess there's movies before that feature art. Yeah, there but, were two. There were one was All Hallows Eve, and there was another one, and this is the third in the trilogy. Yeah, you're saying, which but, I didn't realize until yeah, I saw Terrifier. Yeah, started looking but stuff up about it. As soon as I found them, they will get watched. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, same here. I seen the um the All Hallows Eve one. It wasn't bad. Art's presence was strong in it though, and I guess from what I heard or read about it, they liked people like art so much that they just wanted to do his own movie and as we've seen it was very successful. Freaking awesome movie. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I hope that I think it was a good step for slashers, you know. Um I just slashers sometimes take a beating. I think people are super particular about slashers. If you're a slasher fan, you're very particular about mm-hmm. and you, you want to see and what you don't want to see. But I think that Terrifier was something for like everyone to kind of enjoy. It was different and, and they definitely kind of broke ground with it. Put you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. So I, I hope they kind of continue. Um, yeah. I wasn't upset with you know Strangers Pray at Night either. Um, no, a lot of people okay. hated it. And yeah. I thought it was cool. A lot of people were like, if you want to be an 80s movie. Be the be an 80s movie. It's a good movie. Not sure what said. I had a lot of questions at the end, but like, you know. I... I did at Hello under the end of like You don't know, and that's why you're so attracted to it. Yeah. It's the unknown is sometimes richer than the known. I just recently watched that one too. That was better than I, that was a lot better than I expected. Actually, I know it took them a long freaking time to make it, but it was good. I uh, yeah, I thought the the kills in it were like exceptional. I thought the villains were um, 
you almost felt like, especially after certain villains started to go, mm-hmm. you know, you're almost like, oh man, you know, it's starting to get evened up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so you find yourself that you ask yourself, well, who am I pulling for? Because yeah. these villains are so cool. Right. And cold and calm and collected, you know, yeah. and organized. It's just like, ah, these guys are freaking cool. <laughs> no, everything, everything's very strategic. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought I like, um, soundtracks like that and i do too it kind of yeah. gives the movie a certain feel i thought yeah. it was I thought rob zombie it, does it in all his movies with his it, movies. it was an over-the-top slasher movie and uh, you just sit and enjoy it you know if you if you try to make it something else obviously you're going to be miserable but. yeah i feel like sometimes horror movies get way too critiqued and it's like it's a horror movie people are going to die <clears throat> part of the fun way is finding out how and don't like it you shouldn't be watching horror movies right. it's the same in sci-fi horror like predator or alien um it's the same way in, you know, your classic slashers like Freddy, Michael, Jason, Leatherface, Chucky. Um, um, all the and the possession and shit like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just have fun with horror movies. It's, it's, they're not going to be on your Oscar TV show. Yeah. Uh, I think if you go into most horror movies open-minded, you, you know, yeah, you, you walk that's all. You know, I think it's just uh, when you expect it to be something else, you know, you're going to be let down. So, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Movie. Horror, horror fans are kind of like comic fans I feel like you know they're almost the way Marvel fans are and mm-hmm. how hard they are on some of their movies you know yeah. um, I feel like sometimes horror fans can be like that and I, 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 I'm even like that we watch the Halloween trailer and we're like wait yeah. a second Lori <laughs> Strode is a Strode really we just need to shut up and watch it yeah still whatever I'm hoping this Halloween movie though I'm hoping it's great for one because I'm a huge horror fan I'm hoping it's great for another reason just so they can bring back maybe they'll do a few more classic slashers cause that's do another Nightmare on Elm Street just do it if you do, do a prequel if you do a Nightmare on Elm Street who is you know who do you cast as Freddy because Roberts he said he doesn't want to do it anymore yeah I mean and he he said Kevin Bacon which I could see because he's kind of he can get skinny and gangly and look burned up yeah um you said Richard, but right. I like Richard Brake on the lighter side of it. I had to bring because the, the new the new one was so rapey. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, it was, uh, and and it was it and and Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, like I think what made it so big was like you were scared, but you had a lot of fun watching those movies. And that movie was too serious. You know, Freddy is funny. And he has these, like, one-liners. I think Richard Brake could pull something like that. The new Nightmare on Elm Street was really good for the kids. The kids that were in it. Jackie or Haley was the burned-up guy. That wasn't Freddy Krueger. That was a burned-up-ass Jackie or Haley. And I really liked him as, like, Warshack and The Watchmen and some other stuff he's done. But he's just... He was very monotone, even when he screamed a little bit and I was like yelling at the kids. Um, it was very dark nightish. Like, where is he? <laughs> and uh, which is cool to an extent, but like, Freddie only got pissed when something went wrong. This guy was pissed for no reason. Uh, the first fucking kill in the movie is not with Freddie's glove. That was a huge problem for me. I'm a diehard Freddie fan, as you can see. That's, that's <laughs> awesome, uh, sure. No big deal. Um, 
So the fact that the first kill was with a knife and they show the kid cutting his own throat, it was cool to see. Like, visually, it was very cool. You could hear the knife scraping against his fucking spinal cords. Um, but he should have got a slash down the chest or something. Like, in the original Nightmare with Tina, you know, getting thrown around the room, there was blood everywhere. That's one of the bloodiest scenes in that whole series, if not in horror. Um, not to be... Sh- shortchanged by Johnny Depp's death scene later in that movie <laughs> where there's, I think they said like 160 gallons of blood or some shit like that. That's awesome. Crazy amounts of blood. Um, it just, it just, I, was it, was it that Robert England was so good and it was hard to compare or was it that Jackie or Haley just kind of fell short? I think, I think, I think Jackie Earl Haley <laughs> it's like the same thing when bands try to remake songs. It's like, yeah, hey, I, I don't want you to change the song, but make it your own. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Jackie Earl Haley kind of did that. He didn't change it, but he it was too Jackie Earl Haley, and there yeah. was no there was no comedy in it. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to like you, you know be belly laughing, but you know like I'm your girlfriend, you know I'm your yeah. boyfriend now. It's like that. That was yeah. a classic line. Yeah, Jackie Earl Haley's not saying that. Right. You know. So you sounds fun. You saying shit like that? Like you sounds like Homer Simpson. <laughs> get to do some donuts. Get the fuck out of here. Maybe bring Richard Brake in. Yeah. See what happens. I think Richard Brake could pull it up. Who would play Nancy? I think another reason that movie got so much hate too was just the look. The look of Freddy is what really hurt. Yeah. Killed it for me. The story to me was good, minus the whole child rape thing. But other than that, the story was good. But I think just the look of him was just like. Fuck, that's not Robert. Fuck this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it was hard to let go, you know, like growing up with those movies and being my favorite movies in horror. Um, it was definitely uh, bittersweet to see that. Cool, they're making more, but it just was. It just wasn't the same. Yeah. But who knows, man? You know, Killer Cut with Friday Thirteenth was fantastic. I'm expecting a lot out of the new Predator movie, the Shane Blacks doing, mm-hmm. uh, that comes out in September. You know, yeah, I they have like a super awesome. predator. But yeah, I really liked Prometheus and Alien Covenant, you know, uh, and a lot of people did it, but I thought they hit it on the head. Yeah. So I, I don't I know. I, I, I'm the same. Like, the way I look at it is, you know, it's Ridley Scott's story. If, if this is the direction Ridley Scott wants to go in, whatever, man, I'm buckled in. Yeah. You know, okay, you had me at Alien. So right. <laughs> I'm watching, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with you. So I thought Covenant was cool. I thought Prometheus was really well done. Yeah, but, um, for sure. Showed I, how, how showed what we are and why we're here. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know. I think that um, I think that it's it's good to continue, you know, loved characters like that. And uh, everyone can be like, oh, it's about the money. Well, not if, you know, if you get someone that genuinely loves the story, I think they can do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so it's more about I guess who directs it. Stuff like that. (laughs) I like that. I got another one for you. This just came up to me. Let's say there was a team up movie and it was Alien and Predator versus who would you guys like to see that matchup? Alien and Predator versus who? Oh man. Alien and Predator versus I'm speechless. I think it'd be kind of maybe like if you did like um an alien predator versus the thing. Yeah. You know, which if, if which would be kind of cool because the thing would try to mimic 
yeah. and, and, and copycat their DNA. So you'd have this kind of deformed, crazy-looking xenomorph or crazy-looking predator, um, you know, especially if it got a hold of one of them. So the thing would somewhat take on whatever shape that, you know, That'd be cool. it, it devoured. And then you'd have this really cool, you know, queen alien versus the thing predator mix or, you know. With graboids. Oh, stop it. <laughs> that would be cool. Hell yeah, man. Just monsters versus monsters. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be awesome because I bet the alien could burrow under and get through, you know, they're crawling through tunnels and shits. Yeah. And, you know, the, the desert, whether they're in the desert with the graboids or the Antarctica with uh, uh, the Thing, yeah. you know, the grab boys more. <clears throat> Who would you want to see? Um, I would have to. This would be a random, funny, fun one. Leprechaun and Chucky. Yeah, little versus big. <laughs> it'd be weird. It'd be funny, but I think from the last Chucky movie, you know how he can somehow possess dolls and humans and all this crazy shit. Yeah. So he'd have that crazy army. And you have leprechauns just crazy. Say somehow the alien and predator, maybe they take his gold and they're trying to make a really strong weapon out of it. You know if you take his gold, he's going after you. And Chucky, he'll Chucky's Chucky. He just likes to kill. Oh, that's cool as fuck. I didn't think of the little Chucky army. That new one was cool though. I liked it. That Chucky series is so good. It all the movies in the Chucky it, series. If if the worst Chucky movie in that series is See to Chucky, then that is an extremely successful franchise. Fuck yeah! I mean, I, I, everyone like, seems to like Chucky, but if you really think about them, like, because there's a lot of series out there, like there's like two, maybe three good movies. Like yeah. Chucky has, you know, I would say majority of those movies are really good. Yeah, the first trilogy, if you want to say, like the Child's Play movies before they went to one, like two, and Chucky, three were great. They were great, man, and it was the same story. You know, it made sense throughout. Like. It, it didn't feel like you were watching a sequel. It felt like you were watching the next chapter, much like I imagine the new It movie will be mm-hmm. um, with the adults this time. Uh, it's not going to feel like a different movie. It's just going to feel like a new chapter. Right. Like you're reading a book. It was. It's a very cool series. But and, and same with Leprechaun too. And it would be interesting to. It, that would be cool to see. Like, um, in a sense, you know, they, they're both kind of magical because Chuck's yeah. got all the voodoo. I really like the Leprechaun movies. They got a new one coming out. Uh, Do they really? Yeah, where they're bringing back uh, more of your traditional leprechaun, not like leprechaun origins, which hornswoggle. Did you like oranges? I did like oranges. Oranges? I did like <laughs> origins, but uh, it was it was different. You know, it wasn't your classic leprechaun in the hood or nah. leprechaun in Vegas. You know, getting bubble gum and four leaf clovers in your mouth. Right. It was a monster movie, uh, but I like the leprechauns. You know, they got me. Uh, Got me a lot of cheap laughs back when I was a little kid, so <laughs> it's funny. No, Leprechaun was cool. I, I, I don't know. It would be that'd be a really cool matchup, and that would be something where you know a guy like Don Mancini could just do you know because I mean he's probably he probably could just take you know the rights to both characters yeah. and do his own thing. Like let Don Mancini do it. Yeah, I yeah. think he's doing a TV show now. I just read a couple days ago they're gonna do this Chucky TV series. I don't know. How do you feel about it, man? Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, Keep I'll, watch movies. I'll watch it, but look at look at Scream. They did a really cool TV show for two two seasons, and I think there's talks of doing a third one, but they're going to reboot it. And like, if you're only going to get two seasons out of it, just make two more movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just you're two right. more movies. Yeah, you know, like why we got to go to where I got to watch a fucking Chucky show that's half an hour, an hour long with four to eight minutes of Chucky in it. 
I want to watch a movie where he's in it for 45 minutes. But then you have shows like Ash vs. Evil Dead, which are spectacular. That was the shit. Ash vs. Evil Dead was awesome. Total bummer. That guy canceled. Yeah. But it sounds like Fede wants to do another Evil Dead. I'd watch anything Fede Alvarez does. I agree. Between the Evil Dead and Don't Breathe, which I heard they're going to make a a sequel to Don't Breathe as well. Um... I don't know. Maybe she's still in his basement or something. But <laughs> she, she wakes up. And she's still there. James just chained up. He's got a big old baster stuck in it. Oh, man. That movie was so good. Did you see Don't Breathe? I did. That movie was oh. fucked up. Yeah, it was. It was like, it should have been like a Scorsese movie with how it was yeah. written. It yeah. was so well put together. And, like, you didn't see what was coming. Like, at first, you just think it's, like, going to be a home invasion movie. And then you find out it's a murder mystery, and he's got this chick hanging up and impregnated, and yeah, it's just it's crazy. And then you think she's gonna get away, and you find out the beginning. Was the end, and the end was the horror. That's what Del does. That guy was like Jack Nicholson, <laughs> but blind. blind. <laughs> Oh, I think Fede Alvarez has a lot of promise, though. If he yeah. wants to, he can make as many Evil Dead movies as he wants, man. He that remake was really. He's cool. one of those up and coming directors, you know. Like, I think he's at where Adam Green was at three or four years ago. I love Adam Green. Man. You know, like with Adam Green doing all the Hatchets and Victor Crowley, and uh, you know how he broadcast. himself as just like I agree <clears throat> going back to the Chucky series thing real quick I'm in the middle about it like it's either going to be really good or like really bad like why the fuck did I even watch this stupid shit Yeah. <clears throat> and especially if you've been a horror fan sorry sorry to cut you off Um, especially if you've been a horror fan for a long time you watch the whole Chucky series and then say the series is just shitty like Chucky has to be Brutal and funny at the same time, or it's not going to work. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I think that's what out of it. It's like oh, I'm excited about it, but at the same time, like I don't want to take any more dents. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's same, it's same with like the Exorcist TV show. Like I'm hesitant to start it. Like I've went to press play a bunch of times, and I'm like, man. The Exorcist movie, along with its sequels, are so good to me. You know, they're like the best possession movies ever, in my opinion. Um, and being from St. Louis, where it was based out of, adds a whole nother level to it. It's very cool. You can go to the hospital. You can go see where the hospital's cracked. You can go to the street that they lived on and see the house, right. you know. Yeah. Everyone knows about the Exorcist. The whole fucking world knows about the Exorcist. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> that, um... Oh, that TV series actually wasn't bad at all, though. I started it. My wife and I started it. I think we, I know we watched the first season, got into the second season, but um, it was actually pretty decent. I'm not 100% sure, but I heard it got canceled, so. Oh, okay. That, well, you know what was really good was the Wolf Creek show. That Wolf it Creek was show very was really good. good. Yeah. I didn't see Mick that. Taylor was back in it, you know, back to do his role. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and it was, it was really cool. Like the, there was like six episodes in the first season. There's definitely been successful, you know, and it's, you know, Ash vs. Evil Dead is a great example. Like, I mean, that that's, I, I thought it was great. It was successful. I just get worried. I guess Chucky, to me, I mean, that's a, 
I don't know. It's a soft spot for me. I just, I, I just don't want them to to ruin the Chuckies for me. Not yeah. that they will. I mean, if, if Don Mancini um, has control of it, you know, I, I trust Don. I'm sure it'll be good. It's like the new Halloween. Yeah, I'm sure it's and gonna John be good. John Carpenter has anything to do with his own. You know, it's his freaking story. He can right. do whatever the, what he wants with it. You right. know, uh, he's earned that right. Yeah. You know, so it's just um, we've already gone this far with him. We might as well go the rest of the way. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I remember when they had the rumors going, which was getting me excited. Speaking of horror series of um, Friday the Thirteenth, did you guys hear about that a couple years ago? <clears throat> they had a show way back when, in the I think it was the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can buy it now. It's like forty-five episodes or something, and it has nothing to do with Jason, right? Yeah, no, yeah, not at all. The campsite. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm actually. It's funny. Another show I watched with my wife here and there was that show. And, like, I don't I think it's a family. They own, like, a shop, and they're trying to get, like, all these um, figures or whatever you want to call them back because they have all these secret powers to somehow somebody gets killed by them oh. and all that. So it's <clears throat> it's a pretty fun series. It has nothing to do with Jason, though. So that – Yeah. I think that's what hurt the series, honestly. Yeah. Same thing with um, I, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Michael Myers wasn't in it at all. But you watch yeah. it as a standalone. It wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as you think it's a regular Halloween movie. Oh, no, it's a great I movie. Actually, I actually really like Halloween three. It's yeah. just you know, like after watching it a couple times and just like now that I can go into it knowing that Michael Myers isn't gonna pop up somewhere, yeah. like it, it's a really good movie. I agree, and they do give the little shout out, the little news mm-hmm. clip that Michael Myers <laughs> is out, you know, in the background. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, it's close enough to Haddonfield to where it's like. Okay, I can totally buy into this. And right. The masks were cool, and the commercials for the masks were cool, and um, it was fun. Yeah. It, but it's it's a good point. Like people sometimes get upset about that, you know. Like, and that's part of just going into things open minded. Yeah. You know, but it's just you get upset, you know. Like they fall in love with these characters, yeah. and it's just like, wait a second. Well, and there was like, a, why, why are you putting this name on it? Yeah, there was a Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street TV series that. Freddy Krueger wasn't in much. I think he did like kind of a Tales from the Crypt. Crypt. He was like the host. Like where he would be dead and you know introduce the next clip or the next show or whatever. And uh, it was the same thing. No, no, Freddy. No, dude, enjoy it. I might have to check that one out right there. It's cool. So, um, trying to think of another. Give me one second. Okay. Have you guys ever been in the other podcasts, or are you guys really in the podcast? I love podcasts. We actually do a podcast on YouTube. It's more of like a video blog. Um, okay. You can find us on YouTube under the name The Nightmare Shop, and uh, we do our own, and uh, we got about 13, 14 episodes where we just... It's a lot of top tens. And, yeah. And, and you nice. know, I think we even have, like, top ten weapons on there yeah, and stuff like yeah. that, so... It's just, uh, we just kind of have fun with it, but we would like to do this a lot more. Yeah, you know? definitely, yeah. It's, it's, we just like to talk about horror. And, that's yeah. our favorite thing to do is just to chop it up you know, about horror movies and you know, see what other people think about horror movies. Bring up stuff like cool crossovers that I haven't thought about that yeah. I wrote down when you weren't looking. <laughs> that's right. Hey, look, as far as the horror thing goes, I feel like it's like a big horror family, so I just try to, you know, let's just share this information. Keep yeah. it growing, podcasts, movies, all that stuff. Get oh, yeah. nice and popular Absolutely. again. 
think I think it's a big deal to you know you know I think that's something that horror does that other genres don't do. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, you know going to horror hounds and stuff like that. Like yeah. everyone's happy, man. Everyone's having a good. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we haven't met anyone at a at a horror hound um, that was rude to us in any way. No. You know, Tom Savini was great. And yeah, very Daniel cool Harris guy. is way smaller than you think, but she was it nice is. as can be. Put it right in your pocket. <laughs> But, you know, like, uh, I don't know, that horror community has always been very open and cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's, it's definitely, a, a, like you said, a family. Um, a lot of people in the horror fan industry, if you will, uh, dive into horror because they got a lot of real shit going on in their lives. So, like, they kind of cling to this horror family. That, And I know I'm definitely guilty of it. And uh, that's how we got, became friends and how we opened up the nightmare shop and uh you know it's 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 a part of us and it's part of our life now and uh it always has been it's it's just it's just cool i couldn't tell you how many times i come home some nights like i i gotta watch hellraiser someone's gotta someone's <laughs> gotta take it tonight <laughs> right. because i had a freaking bad day right. so i need to watch someone get torn apart you know i need uncle frank right now <laughs> <laughs> no that's nice that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I definitely get that. Even when I'm in a good mood, like, oh, I just want to go home and watch Jason just kill a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good point, man, because I could, I could have a good day, and I want to be like, dude, I want to watch people get swallowed up by the blob tonight. <laughs> I had such a good day. I need The only way to top it off is with the blob. So right. I'm going to eat ice cream, watch the stuff, and make fun of them for their ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's – I don't know, man. Um, it's it's my drug of choice for sure. Horror is – if. Um, I love it so much. I want to make a career out of it. Yeah, you know. So, uh, I, I I surround myself in horror every day. Definitely. So, can you guys tell me more about your um your store? Yeah, we can tell you everything about our store, man. Um, we first of all we're on Facebook, Instagram at the dot nightmare dot shop, Twitter at underscore nightmare underscore shop, uh, our YouTube podcast, like we told you, and the video blog. Uh, where we also share a lot of cool clips and songs from horror movies. Um, you just find us at The Nightmare Shop on YouTube and at our website, thenightmareshopllc.com. We can find all our stuff we talked about today, such as Predator masks, toys, Alien, Halloween, Friday 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. Frame posters. We got a uh, framed Jason X poster with Kane Hodder signed signature. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm- We um, stuff. We're like, no, this would be cool. There's no uh, horror shop around here yeah. in St. Louis, and uh, we want to kind of smear horror all over this town. And yeah, definitely. What a good, better way to share it by you know selling horror merchandise. Yeah, I mean, we we get movies and all quality, quality stuff from. We're, we're hooked up with Trick or Treat Studios for all okay. your masks. Um, we go through NECA Toys for your action figures, so you know it's jit. Um, and we're just trying to, like you said, man, spread horror and uh, keep everyone together and keep it going, push it forward, and you know maybe we'll have our own Oscars one day. Yeah, we deserve it. Or <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck our own Oscar. Let's have our own awards show. Horror definitely yeah. deserves it because there's so many with um horror. There's oh, so many different yeah. genres in horror. It's like give us our own award show. You know what? You you freaking oh dude you 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 hit the nail on the head because. A year like you know, this year we had Shape of Water, um, and don't get me wrong, I I saw Shape of Water. It was awesome. I love anything that uh, Guillermo del Toro does, and, and it was really cool to see horror 
um, kind of take a place and all that. Yeah. And and the fact that he was giving shout outs to you know Lon Chaney and, and, and stuff like that. It, it I don't know. It Godfathers. Was, yeah. It was it was cool um, to finally be recognized. Mm-hmm. But we really do need our own show. And, and there sh- and there should be you know like you know best director. Uh, I've heard does a good job. I horror does a really, but cool. it's a lot of online voting, and you know it'd be cool. You know, give it, give me the bloody, call because, the bloody. I mean, what what are the two actors? I think Jack Nicholson won for The Shining, and I yeah. think Kathy Bates won for Misery, Misery. and that's it. I mean, yeah. And, and how many times? Get have you... Out was really popular. They they got Get some awards. That was a great with that. And I think Jordan Peele is doing another yeah. horror movie. Uh, I don't know if it's a spinoff or related at all, but that was really cool because. That was, you know, a huge impact on the cinema world when it came out. Just last year, yeah, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it was. It was. I don't know. It was. Um, it was a good year for us, but it it definitely like brought to my attention. I was like, man, we we really do need our own. You know, our own. If, if metal can have their own awards, right. like why can't horror have you know, their own? Man. So it's cool. Oh, I would love love to see that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Have Kane Hodder host the first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And <laughs> hey, he's funny. Yeah, yeah. That Kane Hodder could totally host it. Oh, for sure. Or a guy like Adam Green could help. You know, there's there's so many people that could um, do some cool stuff, you know. Eli Ross hosted Shark Week. Why can't he host a freaking <laughs> horror? Mm-hmm. And this, and people come back to it. People mm-hmm. like have fun doing it, and they come back. Someone like Daniel Harris, who's done multiple, you know, shoot, she's done four Halloweens, yeah. and two of them, you know, were Rob Zombies. So yeah, it's cool that uh, they come back and do that stuff. You could easily do like lifetime achievement horror. Yeah, right? you could, man. So be awesome. I mean, look at a guy like a Sid Haig, who's been doing movies for so long, and it's. Still about to be in new. I mean, he's gonna be in Three from Hell. Yeah, he's been in all around movies or most of them. Bone Tomahawk. And- Dude, yeah, man, with David Arquette. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, you could do things like that easily. It'd be cool. Yeah. We should trademark this shit right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Post it. Post oh, yeah. it somewhere. Post it in Salem. Oh, cool. Nice. <clears throat> Go to Tex Arcana. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> Who's your guys' favorite clown? Out of these horror movies, mine right now is Art, just because he again he makes me laugh with all the crazy faces, but he's silent at the same time, and then he's just fucking brutal. Oh yeah, he, there's no doubt there. My yeah. favorite, I'll go. Okay, my favorite clown of all time is man. It's got to be the guy. from Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he came alive and was possessed and then the tree after that. And he was in the, that clown was in the remake. Yeah. In the, I don't know who directed the remake, uh, but the Ron, uh, who was in the... Sam, whatever. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell was, yeah. was the dad in it. It was good. I, I like that clown partially because he's he was in the remake, he's in the original, he's scary, he's scary as shit. Uh, another, you know, back to the toy thing like we were talking about with Puppet Master and Chucky, demonic toys. Like, it's just scary to me. Um, and the fact, if you've ever seen Scary Movie 2, you know, the last one with the Waynes brothers, the only ones that are good uh, are the first two. But <laughs> that clown comes back in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and gets 
raped under the bed by Sean Waynes. And it's just so funny that they flipped it. He's like, no, dude, I'm going to scare the clown. The Waynes brothers are fucking crazy. And those yeah. movies were hilarious. But, uh, you know, the fact that they could take something and make it funny, so mm-hmm. take something that was so scary and put that twist on, it was very cool to me. I think my favorite clown goes to Captain Spaulding. Um I, part of that was I am I mean clowns are my 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 fear man if I so I think part of it is is um I, I like Captain Spaulding he makes me laugh he's not quite as scary as like an art or a Pennywise or yeah. something like that but um I would go I'd go with Sid Haig and if, a close second would be that zombie clown from Zombieland. Oh yeah, when they're at the theme park. Yeah, because the whole new time I'm watching that movie, I'm like, "There's gonna be a freaking zombie clown." I know <laughs> it. I know what's gonna happen, and boom, shows up. So, you know what clown I didn't really care for too much, or I don't think is that scary, is Twisty the clown from the American Horror Story. I dig the American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. The first season was very good, um, but I just didn't think he was that scary. He was, he was crazy, but you know, he was twisted as his name gave, but. I just don't think it, he, he didn't do it for me. He was kind of too over the top. Like, let's make this demonic-looking clown who has these little horn-like things or whatever the hell they are in the front. Um, um, it, just, it just didn't scare me as much. And I, I know a lot of people are, like, batshit scared of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But I bet a lot of people aren't scared of a fucking doll. Right. <laughs> you know? I, I really like um, – another clown that I like is um, John Leguizamo. Clown from Small. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, good yeah. Job. I mean, he, he he was perfect. And from what we, we were reading an article the other day, and they said that um, um, that he did the whole filming process on his knees. Yeah, yeah. He was knelt down the whole time. So I don't know. That clown was the violator. Yes. <laughs> that clown was creepy and was eating bugs on top of pizza. Yeah. That was a cool clown. There's another movie, um, and help me with the name on this one, about uh, a French clown. That's exactly what it is. If you guys haven't checked that, uh, you can check that movie out. It's, it's, it's very good. It's all in French. It's a Sp- I think it's Spain. It's Spanish. I think it's a Spanish. Okay, cool. um, and it's uh, it it's just about these two clowns. One kind of falls in love, and then he kind of scarifies his face up with and a super hot, hot iron, and they show it. He puts one here and here, and then the front, and he goes on this spree. It's it's awesome. It's, it's super brutal. You got to read it, but at, you know midway through it, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it's mostly just watching and it. So the crescendo at the end is just awesome. How they how they ended and do get out. Really it's cool. Very Beauty and the Beast. The Last Circus. Nice. Check that out for sure. Nice. Can you say that name one more time, please? The Last Circus. The Last Circus. And yeah, it's really, really, really cool movie. Yeah. I got another random clown to throw out there. I'll say the Joker from the Batman animated series was a very oh. fucked oh. up clown. Mark Hamill. Yes. Yeah. He's my yeah. favorite Joker, hands down. But um, the like the he, laugh, the iconic, the look, everything was just, it was great with that. And like, face. And that cartoon was actually real violent, you know, for us as kids. And, like, he really did try to kill Batman, so I'm like, that. He yeah. could easily be in the horror genre. Oh, definitely. I agree. I love that WB Batman. And there were, and there were some episodes with him and Joker, like, it wasn't even much said. Like, they were just chasing yeah. each other around. Mark Hamill's voice was perfect. Yeah. And you're right, that, like, that long purple suit, man, like, mm-hmm. it, it – 
I don't know. He had and he had these like yellow teeth with black lips. And yeah, it was cool, man. He's, he was kind of creepy. He's very macabre. Like he very peculiar features and his smile is very sharp and uh, he's cutting edge. It was cool. Yeah. I agree. Very cool Joker. Thank you. Thank you. So do you guys have anything else you want to say or plug before we wrap it up? No. Thanks again for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. This was fun, man. Yeah, we, man. We'd like to do this again. Yeah. Um, whenever you can. And uh, But this was a lot of fun. I've never done anything like this. Yeah, so. it, was, it was very cool. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for being on. And um, like I said, anytime when this video ends, we can talk for a minute or hit me up on Instagram and let me know when you guys are free. I'm down to record. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. Whenever and whatever. Awesome. Well, yeah, man. That sounds like a plan. And I really appreciate you guys jumping on. It was was really fun. Really fun. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Good, good. good. It's cool to connect with some horror fans. Hell yeah, man. We got to keep it alive. Do you guys want to plug your um, social medias and store again? Yeah, man. Go ahead. All right. So uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram at the.nightmare.shop. We're on Twitter at underscore nightmare underscore shop. Pinterest, the Nightmare Shop LLC. YouTube, the Nightmare Shop. And then we have our site in which you can get a lot of the merchandise. It's www.thenightmareshopllc.com. If you go to our site, you can watch our YouTube vlogs from the site. You can subscribe to our newsletter. We share uh, you know, our, our sales and our specials of the month on there. Uh, We've got a couple cool blogs, too, with uh, Castle Freak. Castle Freak. And Blood Rage. Blood Rage. Yeah, man. So definitely check those out. And uh, we appreciate all the love. Follow, like, share, engage. Hit us up. We'd love to talk with anyone and everyone about horror. Awesome. Thanks a lot. And, yeah, guys, definitely hit these guys up. They're awesome. I showed them my link to my podcast, and they <laughs> right away. So definitely check these guys out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And um, right on. Well, thank you, Sturdy. Very welcome. And like I said, you guys are more than welcome to come on this show again. And thanks again. I appreciate it 100% for you guys coming on. Definitely. No, thanks for having us. And I guess I'll wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, I'll see you in your nightmares. (laughs) 